0: to the fleet industry, a weekly video series produced by Automotive Fleet Magazine and which is sponsored by Enterprise Fleet Management. I'm Mike Antich, Editor of Automotive Fleet, and today I'd like to examine what's occurring in the fleet industry for the week of August 23rd, 2021. So here we are, we're entering the 19th month of the COVID-19 pandemic, which has the dubious distinction of being the most disruptive event that's ever occurred in the fleet industry. But perhaps the biggest impact of the pandemic, at least to me, is that it's created a business environment that lacks predictability. And it's this lack of predictability that's created a feeling of industry-wide uncertainty. In fact, if there's one word that captures the state of the fleet market during the covid pandemic that word is uncertainty and it's not knowing what's going to be happening in the near term in the near future so for example you know when are your customers going to be returning to their offices that's uncertain you know when will product supply reach equilibrium with buyer demand you know when will these product availability issues be mitigated and again you know that's not certain You know, much of the unpredictability and uncertainty in the fleet market revolves around the ongoing supply chain constraints, in particular, limited product availability that's being stressed by strong pent-up buyer demand and the ongoing component shortages, and this is having a serious impact on many fleets. You know, for example, there are some fleet managers I know who have not ordered or replaced vehicles since calendar year 2019. And the key culprit is the microchip shortage, but you know, while the microchip shortage is in the headlines and everybody's talking about it, there are many other parts constraints that are impacting the supply chain ranging from glass to radios to seatbelts. And if you think about it, it takes approximately 6,000 parts to build an average vehicle. But if you're missing only one Part, you can't complete the vehicle. Your option is then to either build the vehicle minus the part, park the vehicle until the component becomes available, which is the strategy that some OEMs have taken, or you temporarily suspend production if it's too hard to add the missing component after the vehicle is built. You know, on the positive side, as we entered the 2022 model ordering, you know, the order banks for all OEMs are very healthy, as most fleets have taken to heart the advice to place their 2022 model year orders early. And in addition, these 2021 orders uh, that weren't built have now been moved to 2022 production. But on the flip side, we're only at the beginning of the 2022 model or uh, model ordering cycle, and already several models have been built out for the entire model year. And October deliveries for some models are now being pushed back to November or December delivery dates. You know, other OEMs are requiring fleets to provide an allocation request to their OEM rep as to how many of a particular model they are planning to order for the 2022 model year. This is then reviewed and pre-approved before the vehicles can be ordered. And for the most part, this is model specific. It's primarily focused at those models that are in high demand, and it's designed to avoid mega fleets from placing large orders, gobbling up significant parts of production. And likewise, a parallel focus of the OEMs is to restore their dealer inventory, which is at historic lows. And it's a real balancing act by the OEMs to meet the demands of both the dealers and fleet customers. But it's important to remember that these supply chain constraints are not restricted to the automotive industry and run through most of the economy and, in fact, are global supply chain issues. And many of these supply chain shortages are linked to the longer lead times for commodities, such as steel, aluminum, and rubber. So for instance, if it takes longer to get rubber, it lengthens the production time for tires, hoses, liners, or many other automotive components that use rubber. Plus, many of the components and the raw materials come from Southeast Asia. And as the COVID Delta variant virus has reemerged in Southeast Asia, it's created temporary uh, shutdowns of commodity suppliers And parts manufacturers located in the region and in addition widespread logistic constraints are occurring in the maritime industry this is a huge issue and many of these components raw materials they're being transported by sea and shipping rates and freight volumes have soared you know retailers they've ramped up their orders for the upcoming holiday season which is further stressing the global supply chain plus there is a shortage of shipping containers on top of that. And there continues to be unprecedented developments caused by the pandemic, such as the recent precautionary closure of the third largest port in the world, which is called Ningbo Zhouxin, Um, and it's headquartered and it's located in China. And it was closed due to an outbreak of COVID. And it was a precautionary closure. But when was the last time you heard of an entire port, especially the third largest port in the world, being closed? Since then, the port is slowly starting to reopen its terminals, but its temporary closure will only contribute to longer lead times in the global supply chain. And as these supply chain bottlenecks are having uh, a collateral impact in many areas, such as, you know, you might not realize that, but warehouse space. Um, has, has come to a premium and its rates have skyrocketed, especially in high density urban areas where companies want to position their goods close enough to customers to allow for next day or same day delivery. So as you can see, supply chain constraints that we're experiencing in the automotive industry are simply part of a much larger supply chain disruption. And while the COVID pandemic is creating unpredictability, it's also being a catalyst of dramatic change as we've witnessed with the explosion of last mile delivery. And I'd like to conclude this week's presentation by saying, today's production bottlenecks and supply shortages aren't anything new. They typically occur during every economic recovery. Eventually, supply will reach equilibrium uh, with buyer demand, and this period will indeed pass. However, the realization is sinking in that we may have been overly optimistic as to when these production availability constraints may be resolved. And when I talk with fleet management companies, More of them are cautioning their customers that these product availability constraints will carry over into calendar year 2022 and perhaps 2023. They see it as a multi-year problem. Uh, With this as the backdrop, fleet managers need to try to get ahead of the curve and you need to be planning beyond 2022 and looking more long-term to your needs in 2023. So with that as a final observation, I'd like to conclude my State of the Fleet Industry presentation for the week of August 23rd, 2021. I'd like to thank you for watching.